Sam O, you look sick. I hate when Do people I, say that. I'm huh? wearing makeup. Like, I'm pretty right now. I went to have my passport photo taken. What do you mean I look sick? <laughs> no, I know you are. You don't feel well. How about, I, you know how people say that? You haven't slept, and then you have you have slept. I just If anybody can just stop telling people that. Like, mm. when I get it, I feel bad. And when, when, when I hear other people tell the other person. Like, earlier today, we were talking about Pete Davidson. And you said, he sounds like he hasn't slept. Or he looks like he hasn't slept in 10 years. <laughs> And and he does. You're right because he looks tired all the time. But you know when people go, "Oh, you look tired. Are you okay?" And you've slept eight hours. You, then you have to pretend yeah. you're sick. Oh, but long night last night. But you're perfectly fine. You're just bang it. Yeah. No, it's a That's good rule of thumb yeah. not to point out that people look tired or sick. Even if you, yeah, yeah. even or sick. That's right. Yeah. Just you know, keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> You look sick. Are you okay? You're perfectly fine. Like you just got done running an Ironman and you're fine. <laughs> you're just completely at the peak of your health. And somebody comes up to you and says, you look sick. But you feel sick. You said off air that uh, you're not feeling too well tonight. I feel like I'm coming down with something a little bit. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my other question was, you know, during this time of pandemic, are you are you able to get a flu that is not COVID? Like, you know. I don't think so. What do you mean? So every kind of flu that you get would be COVID? Well, okay. So, you know, there's the whole, uh, what's that? Oh, gosh, it's such a popular uh, phrase when you think you have something because, but it's just in your mind. Um, placebo. You're a hypochondriac. Yeah, or like a placebo effect. You know what? It's, it's one of those words, right? But okay. Yeah, where yeah. you think you have something because it's a pandemic. There's a lot of that, right? But- it's warranted. Like, this is the only time kung slightly ma'artika about, you know, feeling sick, that it could be something. It could be COVID. Mm. Like, now's the time right. to, to feel that way, and it'd be completely legit. Now, the, your question is, can you get a regular flu if you, and not it be COVID in COVID time? I mean, sure, fine, yes. But are we ma flu anyway, sa Pilipinas? We're not really, right? I mean, it's too humid to get a flu, I think it, it flu like, like allergens blues blow blossoming up into something sick or isn't a flu just kind of I don't know maybe I don't know what a flu is what the fuck is a flu <laughs> can you get a flu you can get a flu in the Philippines no but I have never of seen you do I don't, I don't see walk around, I don't see people walk around saying they have a flu it's always like something of kind of more you trancaso yeah but that's like, not a flu is it. Isn't that the same thing? Oh my goodness, we sound like dummies. Well, no, but we're, the thing is, we don't know. So it's okay. We can sound like dummies because we're clearly, we don't know. I'm wearing fucking doctors. But I thought a flu was one of these, they mean flu season. They say flu season. And mm. I'll take the US as an example. Sorry, I'm not talking about America all the time, but I live here. Flu season coincides with pollen falling from trees, you know, all of these kind of springtime shit. We have none of that. We are wet and but hot. That- we're wet, we're rainy and dry. Wait. And hot as fuck and humid as always. So, I don't, we don't have a flu season. You can get sick. I don't, Sorry, go, I go. don't associate flu season with the mga allergen stuff. Because, yeah, we don't get that. But obviously, you can get the flu here in the Philippines, Mohan. Of course, you can. I know, but I'm saying maybe it. it isn't a flu, though. Maybe it's something more specific. We just call it flu because we feel sick. Why? Are, I think you're the one that's confusing allergies and flu they're not the same thing i know i know they're not the same thing because i'm telling you about the phrase people use flu season 
and it seems to coincide uh-huh. with spring and fall flu season not allergy season flu season and that's why here okay. they give you the flu shot but oh everybody it's the flu season you got to get this flu shot and i'm like what makes it flu season though I, isn't it is that shit falling from the sky it makes you, you know, yeah yeah it's the whole changing of the times and i'm like oh okay oh well, that's right it's like again because we don't change. Man. It's no. not as drastic, but we do we do kind of transition into like a slightly different season in the year. I think I a couple of times. I don't know about that. It's fucking, here's the season we have. Hot. That's all we have. Sticky. That's our season. Wet our season and dry. I know we have rainy season and dry season, right? I know uh, that. But it doesn't really change the temperature too drastically. Just more the shit falling from the sky. It's rain. It, 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 I don't know. I know I sound like a dumbass because I don't understand. I don't understand what the flu season is and how it occurs and what has to happen for you to do that. Now I know a bunch of you nurses, doctors who listen to this, you're gonna message it more. So here's how it fucking works. I, I'm <laughs> not. I don't care that much. I'm just saying in general to lead this show. If Sam says she's sick. And she's coming up with a flu, and it's COVID time. You have all the right in the world to think you have COVID, <laughs> like, and right, go get right, checked. Yeah, and go get checked. Yeah, I don't care what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Chopper did this to me yesterday. She's like, "Babe, I don't feel well. I think this is COVID." I go, "No, no, let's not exaggerate too much." And in my head, because I say that because she tends to kind of panic inside my head, I said, "Yep, that could be totally it. Let's go get checked." <laughs> it, it's it's okay to do that. It's okay to be slightly maarte in a pandemic time to think you have it. Um, I think here in the U.S., the daily COVID uh, positive results or test results uh, was the highest since last year, yesterday. So it's still You're kidding. very much, yeah, it's still very much in circulation. So, um, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. A couple of friends of mine just got COVID a couple of days ago. So okay, because I think we're over here in this part of the world where I think the numbers are going down. Like we're getting, re- we're getting, I was going to say, we're getting read, we're getting rid of the face shields. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we're just doing the mask thing now, which is, oh my goodness, so liberating. But yeah, wow. Highest <laughs> so ever, funny. huh? So since funny. last year. Yeah, that's so funny that you hear, at yeah, some point last year, I think like October or something like that. But it's funny that you say wearing a mask is so liberating, yet on this side of the world, you can't, you can't pay a fucker to wear mask you know it's right. so i mean because we're he- we're wearing yeah. like a face shield and a mask over here i know i get it and that's that what I'm it's so time. weird yeah. that you and i i mean we could talk every day you know and almost feel like we're not in the same country and then i hear a phrase like that and i'm reminded we're not in the same country. right like oh my god yeah it's just a mask how liberating it's like oh my <laughs> god. if you walk around here and you get the amount of complaints about the stupid mask it really is kind of crazy um anyway but the, back to the original point and so all of this before we ramble get tested if you feel like you have especially the flu because covid uh symptoms kind of like flu symptoms right so I think it would be smart yeah. to get tested. Uh, it is BSC tonight. 164 is the episode count. Just Sam and I. Um, Jay Kent's computer still down. Uh, Nico's still on paternity leave. Ramon won't join us till next weekend. So this is it. You and I, ready to go? I hope he joins us next weekend. Like the last time I messaged him, he seems known me. I thought you said he was going to be here next weekend. Well... 
Oh, maybe it was about something else that I asked him. In any case, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> crossing my fingers. I don't know. Let's talk to Neil. Who's Neil is 36 years old. He's in Manila. He's on the show here. Hey, Neil, welcome to the podcast. Nice to have you on the pro- uh, program. Hi, Neil. Neil. Did we lose Neil? I think we lost Neil. Let's go get Neil one more time here. You got Call so chatty. And you know, like Ramon, I ask him every, every week I will ask him. Do you think I think he's, he's getting a little tired of it. I don't I don't message him. I can leave that up to you. Oh, did we, did we, did we complete, did Neil fall asleep? Let's see. Hold on. And we have him. Okay. Hey, Neil, what is going on? You're 36. You're in Manila. What's up? Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, good evening, uh, Mo, Sam. Uh, yep. Hello. Just, uh, yep. Uh, I've got two things here, but uh, I'll... I'll uh, start with the first one. Sure. Uh, so, uh, I messaged you, Mo, kasi, um, for the longest time. Yeah, uh, you messaged yeah, me like four uh, months ago to try to get on the show uh, tonight. Oh, whoa. So, sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry so, about that. No, uh, for, for the longest time, kasi, uh, napapansin ko na parang nagiging bad influence ako sa mga anak ko. I have five kids. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I have five kids and then um napapansin ko to sa mga ano sa sa dalawang older kids ko yung yung 15 tsaka yung 13 uh, alam mo yun uh, yung yung mga kalokohan ko yung mga yung dark humor alam mo yun I, I, I don't know if pwede ko rin kasing sabihin na ano eh na na nakukuha nila sa internet or something like that pero uh, the similarities kasi parang <laughs> parang okay, Neil, yun, Neil, parehong okay, pareho okay, uh, of, so you're more you're more concerned about the first two regarding your dark humor and kaloko, kalokohan I mean it, uh, how yeah, are yeah. they boys are they two boys and uh, yung yung ano ko yung eldest ko is a girl mm. tapos uh, yung pangalawa is a, is a boy Ah, uh, yun. So, now what kind uh, of dark ang, ang, humor? Ano ko naman, ang ano ko naman kasi is ano, ako yung pang-kinukonsente ko pa. Alam mo yun. Wait, Neil, <laughs> Neil, na, Neil. Ako. Okay, Neil, hold on. When you say you're worried about being a bad influence and and, and specifically regarding their humor, um is it because they enjoy your humor and your humor is disgusting? Or your humor is very kind of foul. Ooh. You know that hashtag too soon? It's kind of like, I mean, sorry, no. it sounds really bad, mm-hmm. but like say, you know, Kobe <laughs> crashes onto the, you know, from a helicopter and you mm-hmm. immediately make jokes right away. Is is that what you're talking about when you say uh, dark humor? Somehow, ganon. Somehow, ganon. Um, oh, Neil, then, hold on, hold on. Minsan, no, oh, hold on, Neil. This is where I'm going to, not that I'm irritated, right? But I need an example. <laughs> Yeah, what dark give us a joke yeah, you that you it. find funny. Because I don't know if it means okay, bastos okay. or it means too soon or it's death or it's super uh, offensive. Is it racist? No, no, no. no. Like, um, what, what is uh, it? Not naman. Um, kasi kami sa, ano, sa mga dati kong workmates kasi uh, we, have, we have this group na kami we share, we share ng, ng kalokohan and then ganun, ganun nga. Pero, Neil, I'm about to yell lang, at you so recent much. Na um, dito sa bahay. Okay. Okay, sorry. I don't know what kalokohan means. I know what kalokohan means uh, by okay. definition. I don't know what uh, it means in the context of what you're saying. Kalokohan can mean uh, nudie pictures. It could mean fucking anything. Give me 
an yeah, example yeah. of kalokohan. Ah, uh, okay. So, ano, um, uh, kasi kami more than more than memes, meron kami mga green jokes, meron kami mga mga yun nga, dark humor nga. Oh, And then, oh. uh, share ko lang yung... Teka lang, teka lang, teka lang. Neil, Neil, putang. What? What's so funny? For a guy whose concern is that he's super bastos, my question of, can you give me an example? It's like, okay, we, sometimes we have memes and green jokes. Memes. <laughs> and green jokes. Bastos people don't call it green jokes. Good people call bastos people green jokes. Right? You know, the bastos guy doesn't say, oh, pare, kamas na humor mo. Green. <laughs> like, no. They say it. Neil. Yeah, I just want, I just want like, you know, what kind of jokes do you crack around your kids and what are they exactly. joking about? Like, what is it? Exactly. Stop saying green. Okay. Stop saying kalokohan. Okay, okay. Stop saying dark humor. Oh, sige, sige. We need an example. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bastos na talaga kung bastos pero ano yung yung most recent so um, kasi yung ano ko yung anak kong panganay is a big One Direction fan so sabi yeah. ko um, i-follow mo yung ano follow mo yung boy, uh, boy band group na bubuin namin ng mga friends ko tatawagin namin One Direction uh, get it okay sasabihin uh, namin uh, ang, ang boy band name is One Erection yeah yeah and, of course of course and then and then um, humirit ngayon yung ano humirit ngayon yung pangalawa kong so tumawa lang si daughter tapos humirit yung pangalawang anak ko sabi niya oh boner alert ganun siya and then <laughs> They're not even high quality jokes. Uh, how old are your kids again? You said 15 for the eldest. And 15 what? and 13. Okay. Yeah. Got it, got it. And then ano parang nauwi pa kami sa ano sa uh, biglang nag nag comment si si yung pangalawa kong anak yung boy ng ng tiny dong. What is tiny dong? Sabi niya ganon. Ang ang ano ko don? Sabi ko yun ang tawag ng mga bisaya sa unano. <laughs> so, So yun. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> so the big concern here, Sam, right, is the 15-year-old girl, right? Because boys will be boys, mm. and, and and stupid boy tito jokes like that. I think you're, yeah. they're going to get it from school. They're going to get it from everywhere. I'm not saying that girls don't get it, right? But let's yeah. say let's say in that household, Neil is just nonstop machine gun kabastusan, but tito jokes version, like one erection. So this girl's, this girl's sense of humor, at the very least, is being shaped by bastos tito jokes. And let's say it affects her in a negative way. Let's say she goes out and kind of becomes somewhat of a, you know, uh, let's say she comes becomes like some kind of hoe, right? Because they're just uh. so much bastos stuff. All of that came from really bad, low-quality tito jokes. Like, what a shame. Like, I would rather you hoe out by high-quality jokes, not this, oh, you got to listen to our band called One Erection. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's because right now, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm not super concerned. Because think... I feel like the jokes are harmless. Yes, they're you know they're um... they're they're green jokes and whatever. But <clears throat> at this point, it's kind of like I guess you hear that kind of stuff when you have a brother and yeah, a dad who likes to you know who thinks he's funny and likes cracking jokes like this. But is it gonna like traumatize her? 
I, I, don't, I don't know yet. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm on the other side of that opinion. Like, I would never make that joke if I had a daughter uh, 15 years old because it would terrify me <laughs> that... No, no, no. And... <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Like I think my my thing is I think that is foul. And <laughs> but the quality is so low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Like yeah. it's it's if you're gonna get fat, you might as well get fat eating good food. Like really not good, not good, not vegetables, but like if you're gonna get fat, you might as well fucking eat like really good burgers and it's like you're getting fat off off burger machine. And I'd be like, Oh man, you got fat because of that place? <laughs> Like you got fat from eating McDonald's every day instead of, I don't know, buffeting it. Uh, like that's my point. Right, 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 right. If I it's get gonna it. be I bad, it. it might as well be bad because of good jokes, really good bad jokes, if that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. shit was rough, and he's concerned. He's a bad influence. <laughs> you're bad influence yeah, for comedy, you. like. <laughs> your comedic bad influence I, I know ano lang naman yun uh, kumbaga parang sample lang ng no, no mga ano namin ng no mga recent na ano namin yeah but you're over two usapan. both were really uh, but, atrocious no? ano yeah. sig- siguro bad bad example yan pero uh, there are there are ano there are um uh, what you call this may mga usapan talaga na ano na, na medyo napupunta talaga sa dark humor which is ayoko sana ng ano ayoko sana kasi si, si si wife ko is ano talagang 180 degree ng personality ko do you um, do you curse do you curse in front of your children a lot a lot yeah. talagang oh. ano yun yeah. okay. especially pag ano galit na galit ako ganun yeah and uh, what's your relationship so yun, ano ko lang din what's your si, relationship si like with your kids yeah, though i mean are, are, do they look at you as a friend, a good father, all that stuff, or are they scared of you? Do they not? Do they not uh, communicate well with you? No. Um, parang fifty-fifty, na parang parang barkada. Kasi ganon ganon kami ni ni wife sa kanila. Eh. Uh, parang barkada, and then uh, may may ano na lalapit sila sa amin or makikipag-usap sila sa amin like like talagang parents ganon. And, and and does your does your daughter have a boyfriend, for example? wala wala kasi okay. <laughs> banting sarado sa amin to eh yun. sorry what you, what do you say ayun um, kasi natitignan natitignan namin sila na ano na nang mabuti so hindi talaga she's very talaga sheltered oh, oh sorry sorry okay and plus you know again co- sorry to bring up covid every fucking week but covid i mean it's how hard it's pretty hard to have a boyfriend when you're 13 or 12 and a half years old uh now that you're 15 it's kind of still in lockdown um mm-hmm. okay so, what's the question? Uh, yun. Um, tama ba yung nararamdaman ko na, na bad influence ako sa kanila? Yes. Or it's it's natural <laughs> na, na yes. kahit, kahit siguro, na, kahit siguro nasa labas sila ng bahay, makukuha rin ba nila yun? Or, or yes gano? and yes. Yun lang. Yes and yes. Um, the way I like, the way I would like to look at it is this. Your your dark humor and your green jokes and your nasty jokes and your nasty comments, will your kids be exposed to that? 100%. They're going to be exposed to it at school. They're going to be exposed to it. Well, they're not working yet because right, the children. They're going to be exposed to it by listening to the show. They're going to be exposed to it by listening to other shows, all the songs they listen to, blah, 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 right? But I think you still want to have a gap between parents and the rest of the world. 
And mm-hmm. that's just kind of how I feel. Okay. And, and I think, Sam, you might have a different opinion here. Maybe you don't think it's that big of a deal. But I would like parents to have still a wall of that's the rest of the world and this is our home. And I think that carries over down the line for when they have a home. It carries down the line when they're in much more intimate settings, when they're in their own relationships, when they're in work. Like, say, there's a time for goofing around and then there's a time for ultra serious, formal, even your language changes at certain scenarios at work. If it's if it's fucking playground everywhere, I think they may, without proving this, struggle in the more formal occasions. Like if at a wedding they're still or they're in an elevator, like they might not know how to stop when you're supposed to stop if every part of their life is fucking playground. That's an opinion. I can't I cannot prove that. Okay, but that's my fear. You want to be able to teach them, hey, it's time to stop. It's time to shut off. And I think that's your role. Your role, and you'll probably be the best person to teach that. It's yeah. sound like imagine going to church. You know, in church, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to behave, right? We're supposed to Catholic hmm. church. Don't make any noises. Don't run around. Don't do any of that shit. My worry is like these kids are be running, or those be kids running around, talking really loud in a movie theater, talking really loud while church is going on, talking really loud in places they shouldn't, even like an elevator. I mean, as, as simple as yeah. that is, that's not that big of a deal. You kind of have to carry yourself in a library. You have to carry yourself in a certain way in an elevator. And these kids mm-hmm. might not maybe get that. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? No, and I and I agree with you. I think initially when I started hearing Neil talk and then heard that joke, it felt like if I were the daughter, I would just sit there and like roll my eyes at my dad. Yeah, you so know, it was that kind of vibe, yeah, <laughs> right. that I was getting. But if this is basically the normal atmosphere at home and these jokes are constant, and I mean you can't help but have that become part of yeah the way you relate to other people outside of the home right, right. because that's that's normal yeah, yeah. and yeah I, I i guess i would have concerns about like i mean neil if you think of your daughter 15 year old daughter going out now to the world and then cracking erection boner jokes to other guys mm-hmm. her age or you know her other girlfriends you would have concerns about that right uh oh naman though i know um Siyempre, she she somehow shares yung mga conversation nila. Uh, nakikita ko naman sa sa Messenger, uh, sa 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 ibang social media niya. Wala naman silang though napakaloko niya talaga. Um mm. napakaloko niya talaga. Hindi Madam. naman siya umaabot na nag-share ng ganung ganung classing jokes. Yun. So Yeah, but that um, will that's be, I mean that there's there's an argument to be made that that's because they're not there yet in life to do yes, those jokes. Yes, but yeah. when she does get mm-hmm. there, she could be like you, this machine gun of Kabastusan that that fine, I mean yeah. harmless, harmless really. Most often harmless. And I just don't know if that's what you want for them though. Especially, of course the, not. especially for the girl. Uh, of course not. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if it's of if it's of course not, then you know to check your shit. Like check yourself. I know, but but sometimes ano kasi uh, uh, lalo na pagka masyadong seryoso ang ano dito sa bahay. 
which is ano ko, um, um, mas- pag masyadong seryoso yung, yung sitwasyon dito sa bahay, ako yung gusto ko yung medyo light light naman yung ano light naman yung yung vibe at the expense yung, though mm-hmm. of cursing excessively around your child bust the strokes mm-hmm. around your child dark humor around your child and and these it's not just your 15 year old we're concerned about right there are younger ones yep. that mm-hmm. right now might not know that it's a joke and is you're shaping mm-hmm. their mindset you can have five douchebags in 10 years walking the streets courtesy of oh you God. and your yo gusto ko light eh. mm-hmm. so it's tough man listen you know, i'm not saying that like i like your i like your disposition i like the hey i just want everything light cuz that's what i want also in this house too i wish people would just fucking calm down i wish people would just slightly kind of have a good time not you know, not really have too much drama and all that. I I get that. Like harmony is like is my number one word for for what I want for the home. But there are limits and there are choices and there are non negotiables. And I think like cursing around your kid. I think we all do it every now and then accidentally. But you want to limit that and you want to for sure limit dick jokes around. A fifteen-year-old girl, and then some. Like, what are, I don't know how many other girls, how many other girls you have. I'm just a little bit more sensitive when it comes to the daughters. Um, you know, I, I've got two. Yeah, pretty sensitive when it comes to them. The boys, parang feeling ko okay, gets go. When I was a boy, I was surrounded by jokes like that, and fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't like to. I wouldn't like to surround my daughters okay. around that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 What's your second question? I'll, quickly, I'll, I'll take note of that. So, yeah, yun. Um, my sorry. My point is, it's not worth the light, the, the light, and kind of fun demeanor you want, uh, or that light and fun. Uh, sorry, uh, environment that you want at home. It's not worth the dick jokes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Find like something the possible else. damage. Yeah. Find something else to make fun of. Just not mm-hmm. like super bustos and super dark and stuff. Just because you know, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, there are other jokes. Trust me. Um, what's your second question? Okay, so uh, yung yung sa pangalawa naman, uh, kasi I am an ATS. Um, tapos, um, uh, simula nung nagpakasal si si mother ko dito sa sa stepdad ko way back in 2018. Uh, they started attending to this Christian church. Yeah. So from from that time, uh, parang niyayaya na kami na, na umaten sa church. Na minsan naman nakaka-attend kami. Um, and then um, nung naging ano na sila, naging nagkaroon sila ng ano ng leadership position sa sa iba't ibang uh, organization dun sa loob ng church na yun. Uh, parang naging ano kami, naging obligado na kami na na alam mo yon umattend sumali kayo sa ano na to mag-serve kayo atheist. ganyan ganyan but you're an atheist Neil yes yeah yeah um so ano yan uh, since siguro since mga, Wait, hold on let me let me let me speed up let me speed up this question for you yeah. and and this is what we've been mm-hmm. doing on the show recently right sometimes you know we ask for backstory but there's some just too much backstory is the, is the question simply this are my kids doomed because I'm an atheist? Oh, no, no, no. Ang, ang ano ko lang is, 
Hindi, al- alam na rin kasi ng, ano, alam na rin ng... Because I don't care about your parents. Ako. I don't care about your parents and what they went through. All I care about is Neil today and his children. Are you asking us how... Would you let him talk? No, because I re- I'm, I'm trying to condition our listeners, more our callers, that when you get on the show, uh-huh. as much as we like a backstory, we don't need dates. Like, when I start hearing dates, and when I start hearing, like, unless you're telling me you've been traumatized as a child, fine, give it to me. But this whole, well, my parents, you know, they were church people. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Straight yeah, to the point. Yeah, but you're interrupting a lot today, Mohan, okay? Just a heads up. Because Neil's irritating. Okay, wait. Okay, so Neil, what is the question? You're an atheist. Okay, and then now you're forced to, to go to, to church. My mom. Uh, how now to you're an atheist? How long have they been going to church? Ang tagal ko nang hindi nag ano kasi nang nagcha-church. So nung nung kinasal lang sila, doon lang kasi kami ulit umattend ng ng church. Although pinalaki nila ako as born again Christian. Uh and then a uh, few years ago lang few years ago uh, I I stopped. Uh, do you, do, Bible, you live, do you live with your mom? Stop. Um dati, ngayon hindi na kasi eh. Okay, yeah, that's all I need. So no she doesn't live with you. Where does she live? If you're in Manila, where is she? Ano rin? Um, isang barangay lang tayo ng oh, okay. <clears throat> Sam, why not how about this? Like, for the sake of your mother, be Christian when she's around. Don't be Christian when she's not around. Solved. It's not like you have to wear a t-shirt. There's no uniform for Christians. Like, do you really have to tell her? Would you... What is the, what is the reaction that you are anticipating when you tell her like why is this i I don't know because i kind of feel like you're grown you have your own family you have five kids Mm -hmm. and you're an atheist okay um you've obviously never had this conversation with your mom no your mom thinks you're Mm -hmm. a a dutiful christian Mm -hmm. so when you tell her what kind of reaction are you expecting like is it gonna be super Uh, bad two things uh disappointment um ma- malaki rin kasi yung respect ko sa sa stepdad ko uh, so isa rin siya yung yung tinitingnan ko na magiging disappointed and then second syempre ibabato nila sa akin yung anong klasing example ka sa mga anak mo uh, though syempre paniniwala ako yun eh na hindi ako naniniwala are you grooming your kids to be atheists as well uh, hindi naman pero sila kasi Pagka, pag may mga nababasa sila na, na pinag-uusapan namin sa mga sa mga group of friends ko na, na, lalo na yung panganay ko she's ano she's she's getting the logic pero i'm i'm not telling her to alam mo yun oh, yo, you're indirectly pinapa, yeah but you're indirectly mm-hmm. telling her so um are you one of those covid deniers as well parang feel Neil, you're like i, I kind of go hindi. okay <laughs> just check, just checking <laughs> Um, no, no, no. Nagka-COVID din ako eh. So. Ah, okay. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, very shocked by that. Okay, Neil. Um, <clears throat> here's my take on it. And then I want Sam's because Sam's, of course, you know, you're much more in tune with, say, you know, yeah. um, religion and whatnot. But you know how with, uh, certain religions, I think one of the big, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sam, one of the big things religions want you to do is to expand, right? Spread the word is one way to mm. phrase it. Uh, Christianize is one way to phrase it. The Mormons do that thing where they go on missions to try to get yeah. you to think. You know what about the atheists? They're the only ones that I think, in my opinion, that don't have to do that. They can just shut the fuck up. 
and everything will be fine in their life. They don't have, they don't need to have that calling to atheize the world, if that's a weaving a word. Okay. <laughs> um, the reason why it is relevant to you is you don't have to tell anybody. You can just be quiet, especially if it's going to cause conflict with anybody. More your mother. Like, shut up. Shut up about it. If you want to talk about it in your friends, like, because what is there to talk about with atheism? It's just, I don't understand what atheism is, uh, Sam, but all I think is you just don't believe in God. Is that it? Yeah, like okay. you don't believe a God exists. If I don't believe in God, what is now there to talk about? <laughs> There's nothing else. And I think, uh, and I, I, I get your point. And also my question is, why do you feel the need to tell your mom? Is it because this, you know, showing up to church when you don't believe in this stuff is super inconvenient for you? Like you just don't want to be bothered you don't like you don't want to uh, do it you don't yes, or is yes, it but but not, is not that because it? of the inconvenience of going there um ang ano ko lang is talagang ano i i'm i'm not into that anymore um, yeah you just feel like so, you're you're just doing something that you just don't believe in like it's the principle of it parang ganun cares cares <laughs> what the fuck my, am I listening to? My mom to? and my stepdad cares. So no, that's yun, exactly. Ang, ang ano ko I'm lang, talking about you. They 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 care. Sit they there care and, na magserve kami. <laughs> Sit there and pretend to care for an hour. It's your mom, and then go home and and continue in your disbelieving ways. Who cares? Lie. Sit there and pretend. What is this need? <laughs> Mom, I need to be 100% honest with you. I just really don't believe it. But why? You just create conflict. It's your well, mother. It's your mother. Uh, That's all. Mm-hmm. It's your mom. Do it for her. Okay. Motherfucker. I'm so irritated by this guy, man. From the beginning. No, no, Neil. I, when I say when I say I'm say, I, I mean I don't dislike you. It's just, but I don't. I don't know. I, it's just. Are you, DBS? you can't really relate to his problems. No, that's not it at all. I could absolutely relate to his problems. I have daughters. I have dark humor. I sit what? here and I make busless jokes constantly every day on the show. I, you know what I do? Okay, you know what time it is? It's six in the morning here. You know what I do? Before the podcast, I go to the living room television, I turn it on, and I'm blasting Titanic, the movie, today, this morning, right now, because it's a three-hour movie, and I'm blasting it because I don't want my kids to even overhear through the walls what I talk about on this show. I shelter them. You're kidding. I'm not kidding, 100%. So we have walls here. I've I've got a couple. It's a studio. But you may hear through the walls what we're talking about. So I drown it out by playing cartoons in the background, anything, because I'm protecting them from this show. Okay? That's... Interesting. I can relate 100%. Now, this guy is... the, The difference between me and him is he's opening the door and making sure everybody hears it. I am trying to not... So I relate. Number two, regarding being an atheist, I don't really relate to that, but I relate to pretending to be more religious or having a stronger faith when it's Sunday, when my kids are watching church, when my wife is watching church, and when my mom is watching church. Because we we go to a born-again Christian mass, they watch it on TV, 
And I sit there and I honestly, wholeheartedly pretend to care. And I don't. To, and I, to keep the harmony and peace. Absolutely. And I want my kids to see that I kind of like it or whatever, that I'm into God because I want them to be have a relationship with God. I want them to have that. I want them to oh, have that. Oh, that warms my heart. <laughs> but I cannot wait to get to my phone. Like I'm sitting there like, oh, come on, let's get to my fucking phone already. But I do it because of them, Neil. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and the fact that you're an atheist should even make it easier because this should not affect you at all. They could be speaking in 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 in, in Portuguese and it shouldn't affect you because you don't understand it. Uh, ano lang kasi mo um um uh, since since pinagserve kami ni ni mother kasi hindi lang Sunday ang ano namin hindi lang Sunday ang Anong tawag dito? Ang ang schedule namin sa church. Minsan nadadagdagan pa. Meron pang couples para sa uh, meron pang Bible study for couples na inaatinan na ng asawa ko. And then every 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 sa um Wednesday in the uh Wednesday in but the that's your wife. afternoon. That, that's your wife though, right? You said not your mom. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, pinapaatin kasi kami uh, as as family, di ba? So, so yun yung yun yung every sunday tapos as couples kaming mag-asawa dahil dahil head sila ng ano ng couples group syempre atin kami ng ano ng tuesday na bible study and then head sila ng 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 ushers uh, sa sa ushers sa, united sa, yeah. sa church every wednesday may bible study din and you're going to and all then, of this hold on neil are you going because i feel like you might be exaggerating are you going to all no. of these things Ah uh, yeah yeah I, I'm not exaggerating kasi ano um they're they're protective of their reputation din kasi dun sa no sa, sa sa church so and and, and <clears throat> you 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 can't say the I've got five kids thing that Sam was saying earlier so I can't go to all of them I can only go to one of them because that's uh, where my negotiation you know, negotiate. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's where my negotiation is going to be, right? It's going to be in not that you don't have to go out and say, "Okay, mom, I just for once and for all fucking don't believe any of this, so please stop bugging me." You don't have to do that. You can just say, "Hey, can I just do the Sunday stuff cuz I can't do the Tuesdays, the Wednesdays, and the Fridays because we've got five kids. Like we've got all of these things to do as they grow older, they're responsibilities get bigger and I, my responsibility to them gets bigger. Like those are the conversations I would have, Sam, yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Okay, where are you though on telling her she he, he's an atheist? Should he just be honest? Um, I mean, for me, when I when I look at the situation, it you know, as as a religious person, I'm thinking like, oh gosh, okay, God is, you know, trying to make ways for him to be exposed more to you know the worship service and Bible and all that. Like you know, none of this is a coincidence. Like that's where I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's I so totally funny. understand where you're coming from. Where if you're only like that, and I guess that's why I ask, like, what is your reason for wanting to tell her? You know, is it just a, an inconvenience kind of thing, or is it just like or like prince? It's, it's the principle of it. Like you just hate being there because you hate this stuff. Um, but you're right. I mean, bottom line is what's more important to you, right? Don't you want your your family to get along, everyone to be happy, 
and yeah, your children possibly having a relationship with God, if it would affect their lives positively. And I think you can give up an hour every Sunday to do that and sit there. Right. And sacrifice. Oddly enough, we'll yeah. use a word, sacrifice. You are very widely used in the, in the religious sector. <laughs> sacrifice a little bit when you're in church. Now, Aww. the other stuff, Neil, regarding, you know, Bible studies and whatnot, and it seems like, it sounds like your wife's into it. If your wife is into it, that's what she wants. Maybe she can represent you guys. Uh, in those moments, and and one of them, one of you guys has to stay and watch the kids. Come up with something. Essentially, <clears throat> this call coming from me is all about properly lying to get through it, instead of having to tell the truth, because it would break their heart. Yeah, that's the mindset I have for this, Neil. Okay, we got to go, brother, because it's a super long call. Thanks for okay. it. I, thanks for it. I appreciate okay. you, man. Have Thank a good you day. so much, Mo. I Thank like you. you. I really Thanks, do. Neil. I really like you, Neil. Bye. Promise. Bye. <laughs> hey, I didn't know you did that with oh, yeah, totally. um, playing the movie in the background while you do the show. I was actually going to ask you while we, while we were in that part of the conversation, like, don't you kind of talk like this around your kids, too? No. The way not at all. Absolutely. At all, no, huh? No way. No wow. Way. No, do not talk like that. At all around them, and I don't want. But do you cuss at all around your kids? No, never. Now, okay. I mean, I don't want to. It's not my never, right? But really, really, not often. Minimal. Super minimal, and if it is completely accidental. Right. Right. Oh my! I I did not know that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we've got to take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You're listening to Time's World Podcast, year 10, ESE, 164, year 10, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, Heck, after this, don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, BSE edition, uh, year 10, episode 164. Of course, Sam O is here. Sam, uh, you have the Narrador podcast, which is setting records. Is it really? I don't know. Okay, I just wanted to make it sound big. <laughs> Please check it out. It is a good show, though. I'll tell you that. Um, it's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's uh, Sam talking about faith-related topics. Oh, you have no idea what my podcast is about. Yes, I do. I mean, you know it's you know it's a religious podcast. Yeah, but you're talking about Book of Revelation right now. See? <laughs> yes, we are. Right. Um, yes, fresh new episodes every Monday and Thursday at 9 a.m. And if you. she's not busy with that, she is uh, interviewing Korea's biggest stars. Is there a new, there's a new Korean uh, Netflix show called Hellbound. I don't know if I should. I know we're just talking about Ooh. kind of spiritual stuff. This one's called Hellbound. I'm thinking just came out on Netflix. So I was kind of intrigued. Maybe I should go. Give that one a look. Uh, Train to Busan. You know Train to Busan, which is like pff, one of the best Korean movies ever made. They're making an American version called The Last <gasps> Train to New York. And 
Um, same story. Uh, Why? Why are you face really? Like that? Yeah. I don't know who who's gonna play. So that, isn't that flattering? No, no, no. I guess I'm. I think when you take something that was so massively popular and try to remake it. It's always gonna for me anyway. It's scary. I could be totally yeah. preempting and you know judging, but I just feel like it's always gonna fall a little short. I don't want to say always. I think there are going to be there's a considerable challenge to make it yeah. just as good, just as good, right? Yeah. And there have been many failed attempts in the past. We can pinpoint a bunch of them. Old Boy, which is a massive Korean film, like. Mm-hmm. Just a monster, and uh, Thanos did it. Uh, Josh Brolin, and it was trash. I did not even know that. Trash, trash. Right? Old boy's one of yours, right? It's not Japanese. It's Korean, right? Old boy. It's Korean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and 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 a very well loved film, right? I mean, oh yes, big time, big time following. So they they made an American version of it. That was shit. Um, What's the one in the in the jail cell uh, miracle in cell block? Miracle is what, number that, seven. Or yeah, something? is that that's Korean? Yes, or you guys made a version of it? It is. Okay, now I don't know that. Okay, I think but you the, guys the made Korean a Korean version was popular. Amazing. Yeah, and I think it is Korean originally. There was a Filipino version, if I'm not mistaken, right? Was it like Agamula? Or yes. Something? There was yes! an American version of it. There was like a Danish version. Like there are other versions of that movie because it's so good. Um, mm. I think all of them were shit. Except the Korean one still, so you're right, right in that it's it, there's a disappointment. Um, which ones though? I want to know who's playing Kong Yu though. I don't know yet. I don't think, I don't think they ah. have. It's not like there's a trailer out. They just announced that right. they were making it. They're gonna and make it. Okay. I think it's Washington D.C. train to New York, and the zombie thing happens there. You know, in that that leg is what I think I'm hearing. Um, okay. it, they have a title again. Last Train to New York it will be a zombie movie. All it have all of that stuff. It'll just be an American version. Um, the Koreans are doing money heist. You know this. I've said this on the show quite a few times. Mm-hmm. They're having the their version of the Spanish hit Money Heist, La Casa de Papel, which is very risky too. Because like, why would you mm-hmm. touch that franchise? It's amazing, right? It, and it comes to an end by the way in the next few weeks. But the Koreans make magic, man. They'll do. They'll. They'll be able to pull it off, I think, and we'll see. We'll see how how it goes. I'm trying to think. Is there a movie that was so The Ring? The Ring, I think, was respectable. Clearly, the Japanese version superior. Clearly, but I think the American version is respectable. Um, oh, I didn't watch it. Scary. Don't find too. Scary. Uh, there's a new movie out right now with Jake Gyllenhaal called The Guilty, I think is what it's called, where he's a 911 operator. That is also derived from, if I'm not mistaken, a Danish film. Uh, speaking of Danish films, the Let the Right Let the Right One In, or Let Me In, I think was the American version, with Chloe Moretz. Uh, respectable version of that horror film. A lot of them attended the horror films, no? Uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of one Korean one that they made into a pretty successful, respectable international version. Do you think um, whether a film goes from Asian to Western and the other way around has to do with anything, with how it does how it performs. I think with the purist, like for let's take the ring for example, the purist will be like, 
okay, no, the Japanese version is so much better because it's way scarier. It's way this, it's way that. And the American version is because the American version has to kind of be somewhat commercialized as much as possible because it's going to be distributed to a larger part of the globe when you get it uh-huh. backed by Hollywood. No. Um, sorry, what was your question again? Forgot. I don't even know if I phrased it properly, but in my head, or at least when I see these remakes, it's kind of weird to see an Asian film remade into something in an American setting. Like already there's something that doesn't work for me already. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, but, but just Does as long as sense? you don't keep the story Asian, I don't think there's a problem. We're just going to take the story. Right. right? We're, we're not gonna, right. It's not going to be right. like a white guy in Busan. You know? <laughs> <laughs> then, then Metro off. But if you can take the story and not hold on to the Asian, no, we're not hold on to too many of the Asian elements. Then it's not as pathetic. What we're looking for, though, is because I, I don't mind. I don't mind when Hollywood takes it because you know why? I, I already immediately know it's going to be big budget. And if mm. it's big budget, I have high hopes. Even though it's not as well done because the original people have so they have such a nostalgic or romantic attachment to the original. Fine, I get that. Yes. But I would love to see this movie big budget. Let's see the big budget version. Let's mm. see the Hollywood mm. version, the blockbuster version. I'm all for that. Even though it falls short in terms of how good, quote unquote, the movie is versus the original. I I'm excited for it. I'm very excited for Train to Busan uh, remake. It's better than the stupid so, sequel. That sequel's fucking shit. The Peninsula? I don't even know there was a sequel. Oh, yeah. It's so the it's in garbage. the Western version of The Ring, is the girl that comes out of the TV, like, is she Asian still? I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't think so. She's just Mumu. <laughs> she's just Mumu. Oh. <laughs> I don't think she's Asian. <laughs> she's Aswan. <laughs> because The Ring, to me, it's like the iconic, like, black hair, yes, you know, yes, yes. coming yeah, out yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he looks the same. I think he's more grayish. Oh, my gosh. I'm so scared now. Right. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, that's right. That. And look at, look, at the back, look at the back of your thing. There's a bunch of rings there. Shut up, Moha. Next call. Next call. Okay, here she is. Her name is Coco. <laughs> Coco, you are... 38 years old, you're in Quezon City. You're drinking alone yeah. tonight, Kobo, which is really sad. <laughs> oh, no. But maybe you and Sam should get on Zoom after this since she's terrified of that <laughs> ring girl. You guys talk about And I life. wouldn't mind a glass of wine tonight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys talk about life and all that stuff. Coco, yeah, uh, so you, you can see. Yes. Your return caller, when did you call last time? Do you remember what episode that was? Uh, uh, I think uh, about two months ago. Not yeah. so sure. I'm trying to find it. Yeah. Anyway, um, Alex, yes. Mm-hmm. What was your drama back then? Oh, it's uh, about the affair with a married guy, you know. Oh, you're having an affair with a married man. That's uh, oh. fantastic. Is that what you're talking? Is that what you're calling about tonight as well? Is this going to be like yes, a follow-up? Yes, yes, yes. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Okay, hold on. Um, if that's the case, I should try to look for your first call. Do you remember what episode it was? Uh, I think it was. Uh, hmm. Oh, I got um, it. Found it. Ninety-eight. No? Yeah. no, 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 Coco. no. That's Coco, nineteen-year-old male, Cavite. Never mind. Uh. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, Coco, thirty years old, Parañaque? No. No, no, no. thirty-seven. Okay, God, I, I don't was know. Coco was, yeah. you know, Coco was like, like apparently the in name, popular name. <laughs> I thought. It was mm-hmm. like, uh, okay, and why don't you just tell us quickly? Like, give me the one sentence version of why you called last time for everybody else listening. Oh. Um, um, totally forgot, but uh, it was mainly about um, 
it's 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 uh, I, I think I asked if uh, um, the the affair that I'm having is is like a jinx in my in my life in general. You know, like what's going on in my life. So yeah. that's why I can't meet uh, you guys because right, you right. know I'm having this affair. Okay. All right. Well, t- t- tell us uh, what tonight's call is going to be about then regarding this. So affair. tonight, um, I, I actually listened again to, the, to that episode, the one with Alex. So, parang uh, it's it, it parang um, I needed a reminder or uh, uh, inputs uh, aside from my friends. Nasinasabi nila, oh, you should stop it because you're getting too emotionally attached already. So, you and I, I listened to that. Um, episode again. So the question is, by the now, way, you liar! Uh, you mean, called in January, like a couple of months ago, as if like it's fucking November. You called in January. Coco, thirty-seven years old, QC, <laughs> banging a married man for a year now. Sex and chemistry is great, but she's been single well the whole time. Okay, there you go. That's episode six. Oh wow! So now it's going on two years. Then yeah, you guys like are still at it. One hundred and sixty-four. One sixty-four. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So the 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 fair is still very much. In circulation. Uh, well, I, uh, apparently, um, uh, right after my um, uh, my birthday, I uh, decided to, you know, tell him about it. Tell, uh, or I mean, tell him that no, I, I can't do this anymore. Okay. Um, uh, let, let's stop this. So, the um, I mean, uh, the, the thing that's going on right now, it's like a guilt trip. You know, he's making me feel um, feel a bit guilty. You know that I ditched him and all like that. We still talk. That's the thing. But um, I think that my question to you when I message you is that how can I get out of this? You know, alive. It's not. I'm. It's not like I'm gonna be dead or whatever. But um, when's the last time you guys? When's the last time you guys had sex? Because you know uh, most affairs, most affairs, is especially with kind of married men. They, well. Yeah, they have somebody's got to be married, right? But with men, married men have an affair. So much of that has to do with sex. And when's the last time you guys did it? Uh, last night. Last night. Last night. Last month. Last month. Last month. Last month. Okay. October. Not last. Not last night. Okay. So, so you you have stopped. How often do you guys actually do it? No, no, not not that much, not that much, really, because he's a very uh, busy guy. So yeah. you know, just um, every time we we got a chance, that's it. And not not really, especially with the pandemic and all. So we, we we see each other very less. So I can count in two hands, I think. Yeah. Okay. But so let me read. Let me, let me read. Let me just read your text message to me the other day. Okay. So it's like, hey, I, you know, I was on your show. I was on your show before. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, I was dating a mayor. You know, my call was about me dating a married guy until I decided to uh-huh. stop having the affair or not have sex with him anymore. But we are still communicating and this drama is going on. I don't know if any of his emotions and feelings are true or he just wants to lure me back since he is aware that I have feelings for him. Um, mm-hmm. How can I stop seeing – how can I get out of this alive? I, you know, you're obviously you're joking. Um that's 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 what it is today. That's what you want to talk about. How yeah, to get out yes. of an affair? Um, Sam, you've never had an, you've never dated somebody like taken, taken, right? I, I, I've asked you this before. I think you said once, maybe like a guy has a relationship was on the rocks. It was yeah, an, inevitable, inevitable yeah. breakup. Um, so it's not like it's the same thing. 
How do you get out of an affair with somebody who's taken and you have feelings for them? The, the canned answer I give so often on the show, and, and Sam, tell me if you think this makes sense, is understand that in the end, the end game is you're not going to be with him anyway. Okay? That's the end game. And that's a damn near guarantee, Coco, because yeah. as you've heard me say a million times on this show, because it's true, guys, when they want something, they'll do everything in their power to have it, make hap- to have it happen and not share Okay, this is who we are. And Mm -hmm. if there's a guy, and this goes for any girl listening to the show right now, if there's a guy who says he likes you, he says he has feelings for you, he says that he wants a future with you, but he's not doing anything about it, he is lying. Would you believe that, Sam, to be true? 100%. Yeah. There's no way in hell, especially with dudes, and I'm sure it goes. it's true for females as well, but especially for guys because I, I can speak firsthand. There is no way in hell if that if I wanted something so bad and I cared about something so bad and I loved something so bad that I wouldn't try to make it mine. Humans just behave that way. So if there's a guy that you're dating who's married, anybody you listen to right now who's married, he's got family and all that stuff, and he says, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, but I can't because of this, this, he is lying. And if yeah, is he, you know, it's 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 I, I'm uh, I'm like always blocking him with the fa- with facts, you know, like um, uh, you know, this this is not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, but you know, you know, he he always has this um, um thing that he says to me like, please don't let me go, please, you, you know, like um, for the most part, he's trying to um, I think, um. Uh, um, trying to be a bit emotional, you know, touching the vulnerable side of me. Na. Yeah, um, that's muna because uh, I'm not done with you yet. Right, something like that. He is not done with you yet. Meaning, you have an expiration date. He will be done with you when he's done with you. But what happens to you? Exactly. That's what I told him. You know, and my friends. In fact, so hold, on, friends, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. He did he really say that line? Oh, I I'm said that. Yes, we're not going anywhere. No, 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 no. Did he say the line "I'm not done with you yet"? Did he actually say no. that line? No, he. Of course not. Okay. He won't say that. I was gonna say, what a fuck! That could be the damn most <laughs> offensive line I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Imagine Sam right having a guy say, "Wait, wait, wait! You can't break up with me because I'm not done with you yet." Like, holy shit! What a line! I mean, the balls to even let it go out of your mouth would be. <laughs> he told me. I just want you to be with me. Oh, jeez. I hate guys like this. Is he... What's that? What did he say? I missed it. I just, I just want you I to said, be with me. You want me to be with you? As what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the perfect answer. Okay. In, in, what, As what? in what way? Yeah. And, and he can't even answer. Right. Because he's so, lying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I know the easiest way is to block him or remove my... The app that we that we use, you know, to chat. Yeah, and that's the easiest way. But wait, wait, wait. What app is this? What app do you guys use to chat? What WhatsApp? Ah, okay. All right. I thought of some scandalous <laughs> uh, new app for affairs. No, no WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah. So, I, I, he's the only person that I chat with WhatsApp. So anyway, uh, that's the easiest way. But you know, a part of me, I, I, I mean, I'm the kind of person that, um, I would always try to be nice. 
you know, to say, uh, I mean, even if, um, parang gusto na katang murahin and all like that. No, I, 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 I try my best not to, you know, say um, um, things that would, you know, hurt a person at the very least. So that's what my, my friends always, you know, um, like told me na, uh, why do you even care about his feelings? I got a question, Sam. And I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, it's just a question. It's not meant to be debated or, or anything. But are girls who are in affairs, like they are dating married men, are they stupid? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, Can you like, intellectually, a bit? Are they intellectually stupid? Because you know, right? You can't, like, isn't it so obvious? Like, are there smart women that out there? That it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. That your role in it is, like, I mean, lines like, I want you to be with me. Like, how do you believe that? Like, you must, there must be an element of stupidity in your brain. Like, you, you must be, are there smart girls out there that have affairs? Or maybe there are, but there are, they're very aware that, or they don't care that the guy's married. Like, I guess there there could be a girl out there like, I don't care if he's married or not. It's not my problem. I just, just want the affair because it's fun. Fine, maybe then you're just super, you're not stupid. But g- girls like this, like Coho here, who believe those lines, like to be tr- even a, a hint of truth, you, you got to be kind of dumb, right? I mean, it's definitely more like heart over mind, heart over brain. Kind but how of do you thing, how do you sure. get it there though? You get like, yeah. <sighs> hmm. Today's not my finest work, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, you got to no, be kind of stupid, in, right? People stay in all kinds of dysfunctional relationships, and you know, it's, we, you know, why do we all? Why do we do that? Because people are stupid. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, but I, my, my question. Okay, go. Oh, go ahead. Uh, a, fr- a friend told me. Maybe you're just crazy, but not that stupid enough. No. So don't wait for the time. I don't think you're crazy you'll at all. Be stu- uh, yeah. I think you're so, stupid. Uh, w- w- yeah, that's what I. I agree. Agree. You know. Um. Uh, you know. You. You. I mean, people. When you. When you're in situations like this, you. You. You always think, or your friends always think, or you yourself would always think that you're you're dumb and all that. But you know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. your question, Sam. Uh, no, I mean, not really a question, I suppose, but I guess this is just my answer to the whole thing is like, it phrased as a question, why are you still talking to him? She likes him. Honestly. Um, well, I know. See? She's in love with him. She has feelings for him. How about that? No, exactly. Yeah. No, and I, that's, it's, it's almost like a rhetorical question, isn't it? Because yeah. you're here saying yeah. that you don't want to be in this relationship anymore and but then you're just you know you don't want to hurt his feelings well that's not quite it it's because you 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 are in love with him and maybe this was some you know this was the flexing that we were talking about earlier like no i'm not gonna be in this relationship but deep down what you want is exactly what's going on right now where he's like no i'm not done i'm you know i I want you to be with me and like if you really wanted to get yourself out of this relationship, like you would just 
cut off all ties. Right. I mean, see, that's a, that's what's hard about calls like this, no, Coco, is you're going to call us, you're going to go, hey, how do I get out of it? Well, really? Do you need us to tell you how to get out of it? Isn't it so obvious how you have to get out of it? Realize what your value, your role, your end game, and you've got the power yeah. to put an end to it anytime yeah, you want. It. Sam's 100% right. You maybe you don't want to get out of it. You just like hearing what, even if what he's telling you is false, your emotions are so in tied into this guy that you still want to hear it like i want to hear the lie i don't care if it's a lie i want to hear it and it keeps you here the problem is you're 38 years old you've been single now for a couple of years you maybe a symptom of this affair is you're closing your doors to other opportunities and you're wasting time so i mean we can sit here we can give you all the pros and the cons and trust me there's nothing on the pro list so it's all cons. Yeah. <laughs> and you can still you'll still linger because your feelings make you linger. Now at one po- at some point you're going to have to go okay the feelings are just feelings and it doesn't get me anything tangible. And I need something tangible because why am I here then? And tangible doesn't mean sex. Yeah. It means what your heart wants. And honestly, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get what you know what, Mo? I just I'm just gonna share this part. You know, I I um you know I I uh, I'm an OFW. So when when the pandemic happened, so I, I I'm stuck here. So when um I tried applying again, so I I always pray for you know something good. Of course, every one of us try you know pray every day like um for another opportunity and all like that. So this jinx thing is always on my mind when it comes to you know. Parang feeling ko, he's like um, malas with my I, with, I, with, uh, with, what, with what's going on, you know. And <laughs> lo and behold, uh, uh, prayers answered. But then you know, it's not. It, kumbaga parang hindi pa siya nagmamaterialize. Maybe because yeah. alam yun, Maybe because I still have that. I still have this thing going on. I don't care what you want to look at it. You can look at him as malas. You can look at him as karma. You can look at him as anything. I don't care. Honestly, uh, whatever. My point is, he's bad for you. You know that. A prayer is not going to change that. A prayer is not. uh, uh, This is where Sam, I want you to jump and go, nope, 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 nope. I don't think any of that. I don't think any of that needs to happen for you to realize what you're involved in. Now, if it helps assist you. The belief that he's malas, the belief that he's karma, or a prayer that you might find some strength to leave him. I don't care. I want that to happen. Whatever you want to to get out of this, whatever energy you want to use, by all means, use it. Because the ultimate the ultimate goal is to get out of it. You called us in episode six. It's one hundred and sixty four. It's the same question. Oh fuck! Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, am I going to talk to you in episode 240 of next year? No, no, no. With the no. same problem? No. Okay. And, and, no. and it'll, it'll be a hard time to get over this. Christmas time comes around. He's going to use his manipulative ways to text you and go Merry Christmas. Maybe even send you a nice little snow globe. Don't fall for it. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Thanks for the call, love. Appreciate you. Yes. Uh, Thank that, you. Drink that bottle of wine. Thanks, Sam. Bye, Coco. All right, bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Sam, I got a question. 
mm-hmm. you see when you see like kind of people you know, <laughs> do you judge when a girl like this goes so you know, like all of us, we pray every day. And the first thing my wife was like, "You pray every day? You're fucking, you're completely, you're completely banging some girl, like some lady's husband, who, who celebrated the sacrament of matrimony, who, who did all of these things, and you pray every day. You ever do that judgy thing that I just did in my mind when I heard that? Yeah, I probably did. I probably yeah. did. Of course, I did. Yeah. So um, you do do that, but. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> of course. So you you raised your eyebrow. <laughs> Pray, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think the the more I grow in my faith, um, you do become more compassionate towards people. And you know, the funny thing about the praying thing, right? Is like I find that a lot of us bring God into a situation where He has nothing to do with it. This is all about you, you and to do with you know. It. Like, no, I mean it's 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 like you know like we're given free will to you know decide about things in our life and I I just feel like we bring God into things where I don't know it's like not necessary or something and then we try to like we we play the God card or something does that make sense Yeah I I um Hold on, I'm just trying to text my wife because I think she's vacuuming downstairs, and I, I oh, please don't do the vacuum. Um, I don't here, hear anything. Yeah, no, it's it's considerable. I'm glad you don't hear anything because then maybe it's not on on the show. This is the the example I've given here on the show through the years. Mm. When you're at a job interview and you go, "Dear God, please let me get this job. I really need it." Blah 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 blah. There's seven of you guys there praying the same praying. prayer. Praying. <laughs> Okay, so maybe I'm taking it too literally, right? And you have a better explanation on how this works. But I'm God. I'm zoning on these seven people, guys, girls, a variety, who are all telling me the same thing. I really need this job. I'll do anything. Help me get this job. I deserve it. Aren't I a good Christian? I'm hearing all of it. All the mumbo jumbo, right? So I think when you just said the line, People bring bring God into scenarios that it probably has nothing to do with it. That's the one. Like, dear God, please let me get this. Because if you think about the logic, if they're all doing the same prayer, you're praying against each other. Mm. So you're praying for the not not for the demise of each other because you don't phrase it in a negative, but you understand that if you want your prayer answered, six others are not going to get theirs answered. Kind of right. Self, it's kind of weird, right? So. Maybe yeah. that's a what your line of hey, um, you're bringing God into a situation that it shouldn't be. Maybe that's one for me, the job interview, and that your success of whether you get it or not has nothing to do with your prayer. It has everything to do yeah. with your resume, your interview, right. and your experience. Work experience, right? And, yeah, things like, like that. Don't even pray <laughs> in that moment, <laughs> but. I feel bad when I say that because I think it helps people just feel calm the nerves or I don't know. No, I mean, I'm, and I'm not going to tell people like not to pray, but like in this situation, right? I feel like you were all given free will. We can decide, uh, you know, about our lives the way we want to. And then obviously there will be consequences based on that. So she decides to go into this relationship with a married man 
fully her decision. This is a situation that she finds herself in. And then, and I'm not just, you know, saying this to attack her or whatever. I mean, we, I think people like, we just do this all the time where we will make decisions and then how, and then bring God into it. When really I put myself in that situation, I could get myself out of it. And I know you honestly feel that full way. Well, you honestly feel yeah. that way. Yeah, I think sometimes I'm, I'm we do this. No, I think sometimes we do this. Well, I'm surprised that came out of your mouth because I was thinking that people will use prayer for forgiveness for something that they put themselves into, and that's where the God element can come in, and then mm. use that sense, that feeling, because that's all that is. Because you're not really going to. I'm assuming you're not going to really hear God whisper in your ear, "You're forgiven." But you use the feeling that maybe your prayer helped in writing what you've done wrong and then fixing it. You get, is that, is, does that make sense? There, where, there, where the God element can help in that moment. But no, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused I, now. No, okay. So I, I think what I meant was um, I would never tell anyone not to pray or like, you know, it's a ridiculous situation for you to pray. But what I meant was like, you make all the decisions to put yourself in that situation. And then you make it seem like now, please God, like he had something to do with that. When you, when you put yourself in that situation, do you understand what I mean? Okay. A ridiculous example, but just an example, nevertheless is Say I put an all red clothing on, like I have a red hat, red shirt, red pants, red, and mm. I'm gonna pray to God to change those colors. It's like no dumb ass, something you like put that. that on. Like yes, I, I cannot control that. Like there are some things yes. that I can, there are miracles I can do, but I can't do that. Like that's completely right. on your like, own. Like because you can do that. Yeah. You that's right, up right. to you. You can go home change and change. Right. Like, you yes. don't need me for this puny shit. Like I'm here trying to get. I'm just trying to get world peace going. <laughs> like, I don't need to be bothered by your shirt color. Okay, so so I guess that's right. a stupid example, but I think one that, that maybe is representative of what you're trying to say. Um, yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying God's not going to care, but it's like, for me, look, the situation is clear. We know what's going on. You know what you want. You just don't want to do what it takes to get there. Or maybe you don't want it. And so... But see, the thing is, know, prayers are unlimited. This is not this is not who wants to be a millionaire where you phone a friend, you get one shot at phoning a friend. And that's me. <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. Yeah, totally. it's unlimited. So the problem with prayer being unlimited is people will now pray for everything, right? It's like, <laughs> because it's unlimited. It's buffet. So, yeah, yeah. I, this is really good kind of religious debate. Maybe we shouldn't make prayers unlimited. So to lessen the noise that God has to hear, like 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 to make it really count. Yeah, like make it really. Yeah, count. you know what I mean. You get ten <laughs> a month, ten a month, everyone. You can use it for thinking. You can use it for thing. The problem is people are gonna find the loophole. Ah, ten a month. I'll pray for one whole day, and I'm gonna get everything in there. I'm not. No, and I, I I'm gonna have... do a twenty-four hour prayer. Here we go, name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Okay, God, here I got a nice list going since we can only get one this week. So there'll there'll be a loophole. Yeah, but no, you know, I absolutely me. pray every day and pray for everything. I'm just saying there are things that you can actually do something about that, and you should. Right, and not leave it, it up. I think now I'm getting what you say. You don't have to leave it up to God's hands. Not that one. Yes. Not that one. Yeah. You can pray about it. Fine, go. You know, create the noise, but understand that there's no divine 
There's no, <laughs> there's no divine intervention on this one. You're on your own. You can do it. It's really up to you. Yeah. 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 Your prayer is more an FYI <laughs> to me. <laughs> but you're on your own. Go change your shirt if you want your shirt changed. I'm not going to come down there and do some mumbo jumbo to get your shit to look black. <laughs> okay. Go right. home. Put on a different shirt. Okay. Yeah. 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 I like this conversation. It's a good analogy. It's a good analogy, Mohan. Good job. It's so stupid. No, it's a good one. You walk around the street all red. I, dear God, I want you to change my shirt blue. I'll be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck off. You do it. I'm busy. Um, let's take let's take a third call here. You ready? You're good for a third call? Yes. Yeah, yes. Let's do a third call. Let's talk to Christy, who is so, gosh, how old is Christy again, uh, Sam? 34. 34 years old, Washington, D.C., Virginia, in that area. Hey, Christy, welcome to the podcast. Nice to have you here. Hey, Mo. Hi, Sam. How are you guys? Hi. Good. good morning. Or, Very good. Or, yeah, it's still morning there. Um, morning. What do you got? Thanks for being on the, on the podcast. Uh, I'm good. Um, I just, I'm just having some dilemma right now, some family issues. Um, okay, just a quick... Uh, a uh, quick backstory. Uh, I'm three years uh, three years now here in the U.S. Yeah, with my family, we are blended family. Actually, uh, my blended. husband has a son; he's five, okay. yeah. and then I have a son as well who okay. uh, grew up in the Philippines all most of his life. And just recently, he just got here in in the U.S. Uh, just July, I just got him from Philippines in July. Yeah. So all those, you know, two years he is in the Philippines because, you know, with the immigration and stuff like that and the COVID. So it was like extended. So how, I was how able old is to. He again? You said? To, your son? Sorry. How old is your son again? Yeah. 15. He's 15. 15. Got it. Got it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. In those two years, that's where he developed the depression. He There's like a lot of events happen in his life in those two years, you know, like burglar issues in the house. And what? Wait, um, what, like, what? I, sorry, I missed it. What issues? He got burglar. some events happen in his life. Bur- yeah. Uh, like, your, your house was burglarized? Yeah. 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 Was he inside right. uh, at the time? And, and that time, he was the only one who was awake. So I think that traumatized oh him. He, no, the only he one who was saw, awake and yeah. he pretended to be asleep. Oh, and my God. Yeah, he became, bad. yeah. And he, sorry, I'm trying to make it fast. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, so yeah. fast. Go, 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 just, go. just, yeah, that's let me like. know. And so that's another traumatizing for him because turn out that person, the suspect was our neighbor and he grew <laughs> up with who's like, you oh. know, like becoming ah! drag addict and stuff like that. So, you know, that, uh, that event, that situation just keep going back because you have to go to court and stuff like that. So that's another thing event happened in his life that traumatized him. And then my uh, his uncle, my my younger brother, who's super close to him, and he looked up as like um, like his dad because he never knew. My, my son didn't grow up with that father. He, he did. He never knew his um, his dad. So his his father figure was my my younger brother, and they moved to UK. So that's another. Uh, separation. So who did who did um, who did he live with then? My parents. Okay. My parents and my younger uh, brother, but my okay. brother moved to UK with uh, with a yeah. with a wife. So he was. I think that really um, affected him that part because he was super close to my my um, my brother. And while I'm away in in those years, he's the one who's like taking care of him or looking after him and right, stuff right, like right. that. So until recently, in those two years, uh, I think it was like. You know, this year he had this uh, a call for help. Uh, he posted something on. He already 
I mean, he is so open about his depression. He told me, Mom, I, I don't feel good. I, I have a depression. I feel sad. I don't want to get to the point that I have to take med- medication and stuff like that. I right, said, right, right. you know, I can't really do anything because I'm here and with the immigration process and stuff like that, it's it's so difficult. I just, you know, talk to him every day, like making him feel, you know, I'm here. But it's difficult when you're a, you're, when you're a parent and you're far away. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it made it worse when my, my brother um, moved out. So, anyway. Uh, one incident, I think that's, that was the call for help. And he posted on, on his story that um, he, he's standing on the, on the rail and then posted like this knot that he's pretending he's going to jump. You know, it's not high, but it's like a call for help for me. And I, you know, I was watching from the CCTV at home. I said, I, call, I called my parents and so my brothers, check on Dave, go, go with Dave. And they talked to him and stuff like that. And then my brother said, you know what, just come home. Um, come home and get him and just be there even if you know the, the embassy doesn't issue the visa right away just be there for him because i think that's gonna so i made um, a sudden trip going back to philippines good. i ended up uh, staying there for three months while i'm waiting Very good. Uh, for the visa so yeah and then i noticed the difference he was so aloof to me and he was so like distant he was like not talking to me as soon as i you know came home he, he didn't hug me I mean, I'm trying to understand because it feels like we had this big gap. We were like super close. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, like, wow, when I saw him, like he's super changed. He looks so tall, like he's taller and stuff like that. So I have a lot of work to do because I have to uh, get his um, uh, emotions or, you know, like our closeness back again. So anyways, I you know, three months passed and then he's back here in the U.S. So this is a new transformation to him, new family uh, with my husband. And then there's a, you know, stepbrother, little stepbrother that he met for the first time. And then new school because it's July. He got here July and then right, August right, right. is a school here in the U.S. Yeah, so, I, right you know, yeah. that's when, OK, we have to process the vaccines and medical before the school starts because he's new here. And then during the medical, that's when we... um. That, that's when the nurse said, you know what, mom, um, we need to like do something about his depression. This is not something, you know, like we have to do it. Okay. We went to therapy. So, you know, make a uh, long story short, he, he, he's gone to therapy sessions. Um, he ended up taking medications, which is fine until recently. Uh, he forgot to take his medication for two days and then he had some panic attacks at school. This is just recently, I think just last week, he had some panic attacks at school. And then he said, he called me. I said, Ma, emergency. I don't feel good. I have a headache. I, I hear voices that uh, I, I, the voices is telling me to kill people, everyone in school. Oh, my and God. If I, oh my and gosh. then the voices will go away if I, if I do it. I said, go to the clinic right now. Go to the school clinic and tell the nurses what you're feeling and the voices you're hearing. And then I told my husband and then my husband ran to the school and then he took him and then we took him to the ER. And then from the ER, you know, they had to observe him and then they um, admitted him. We have to admit him to the psychiatric hospital. So right now he's at the psychi- psychiatric hospital and he's uh, releasing this um, this Monday because isn't it a 72 hour hold with, with a psych uh, places? Why would he be there that long? I wonder mm, if we... Yeah, he's oh, 15 Monday. Yeah, he's he's at the ER Monday. Wow, he's doing there that long. It's a long time. Um, yeah. 
and, and and I mean, maybe that's maybe because obviously there's something really there yeah, that they need to it's, keep. It's more with. like like an inpatient, um, inpatient, uh, psych- psychiatric, you know, like those inpatient because yeah. they have to watch him take the medicines and then the reaction and stuff like right, that. Right, they have right, like a group right, therapy and stuff right, like right. that, which is fine, you know, they they can observe him. And now we're having problem with my husband because they are still, you know, like they're not very close. They're not very, you know, and my husband's personality is not very like, hey, bud, what are you doing today? You know, like Filipino he's not or, or is he American? My husband's American. And, and sorry, your son, your son arrived here in the U.S. this year in, in July or? Yeah, yes, this okay. year, okay, July. So it's still super new, right? Everything's really super really new. new. And this is what I've been trying to explain my husband. Like he got so much thing happening. Like he has a depression back in Philippines and then all of a sudden he moved here. I'm trying to let him, you know, like make him understand that he's not going to be like, all of a sudden, oh, I'm happy. Fa- I'm in a happy, yeah, happy yeah. family. Like yeah. you have to, you're the adult here. You have to, you know, at least try like, hey, bud, well, what are you, you know, like a father, like a father thing. Like, okay. you know, like I'm super close with, with his son. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to play a father figure. Just be, you know, like be there. I have to coach him when he was in the ER. I have to coach him. How old is your husband? Um, he's 40, 41, 41. Okay, so he's not old, right? He's fucking young. Yeah, he's not old, yeah. He'd kind of understand. Um, wow. Okay. So, Chrissy, that's a lot, man. Uh, and, and I'm sorry. So, I'm trying. Sorry. I'm trying to like explain. No, no. So that's a lot. And I don't mean, time, I don't mean a lot on the show. I mean, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. This past You're week. dealing with yeah, a lot. That's, he's dealing with even more your son. Right. So yeah, that's yeah. a lot to deal with. Yeah. I apologize that you're going through this. Um, Okay, yeah, continue. I mean, is there any more of the story? Did you want to ask a question or? or? Yeah, now we're having problem uh, issue with my husband. We keep like arguing because, because with the text, because of what happened with with what my son said about the voices, he thinks like he's gonna be a killer. He dressed like this, and I'm like, well, listen, he just, I he mean, just spoke what is on his mind. He his, he wasn't like preparing. I'm gonna start. You know, like we caught a gun in his room. It wasn't like that. Like you should you yeah, shouldn't be. Yeah. Like wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Chrissy, Chrissy. L- let me, let me defend your husband this one time. Okay. He just met also your son, and mm-hmm. yeah. in the U.S. Because obviously I live here. Talk I like know, that is is yeah. wow, yeah. man, wow. Talk like that is, is wow, great. right? Yeah. Absolutely. And there is a part of your husband I'm gonna like understand when he's like, he's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, what's gonna happen? I just met this kid. Now he wants to fucking kill people, like. <laughs> the, the, yeah. there's a concern and he's got his own child there there's a concern for him yeah. to freak out okay so yeah um let's not get too let's not get too kind of upset at your husband for feeling this way but yeah, yeah. but he does have to step up he has to be a bit more of a figure yeah. not in the mind of father figure because we don't know what your son what, what your son wants but mm-hmm. he's got to do something he's got to be positive about these things mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. uh geez all right What's the question? Okay, now the question is, uh, it's been lingering, like, I don't know if I'm going to last in this kind of relationship, you know? Like, I've been, he's not, I, I don't know, like, I, I have to coach him, like, you know, just tell him, be there for him, you know, like, sure. just even, you have just to pretend. And then I told him, you know, he's my son. You know, he's not going anywhere. If he has to, if it, if make if it's gonna make you feel comfortable that he's not around here, if you feel safe he's not around, I'm gonna go with him. So your you know, problem right now is not your son, it's your husband. That's what this call is about. 
I guess you know it's so much thing going on in my head. I know, I, I know, know but, but you know what? I, I I like that this is your problem because uh-huh. your son's issues right now could be very overwhelming for a lot of people, and I could I was totally anticipating what do I do with my son as the question. No, mm-hmm. Sam. I mean, if it's it kind of felt mm. like right. But it, when you when if if the question is what do I do about my husband, that just shows me you have absolute one hundred dedicate one hundred percent dedication to your son and getting him better. I love it. Okay, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a challenge, mm-hmm. but I love that that's where you're at. Okay, um, how long have you been together with your husband in total? Not just married, but like in total. I have four four years. Okay, and how'd you meet yeah, him? How'd you meet him? I'm sorry. How did you meet him? How'd you guys meet? Online dating. Okay. He he came he came to Philippines and then we kind of he came on and off the Philippines before. Yeah. And what is your what's your visa status? Right now I'm I have a green card but I have to apply for a ten year green card. That's fine, but um, you can you can yeah, still yeah. hold on to your residency uh, already, right? Because mm-hmm. with, without your husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's another thing as well, Mo. I don't, I can't drive yet. I can't drive, um, although Learn. I can work, but I have a job here just nearby your house that I can ride my bike and stuff like that. But driving. Can, can you survive, can you survive really financially without your husband? Oh, In a no, very expensive. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Country. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Okay. This complicates. So when you, when you told your husband that, you know, about the whole, well, if you can't mm-hmm. deal with this, then, you know, I, I can't stay in this relationship. What did he say? He said, like, what are you going to do? Like, how, how are you going to, you know, like, how are you going to survive? I said, if I have to go, you know, because we're angry, you know, I say things like impulsive, you know. I said, yeah. if I have to yeah. go to the shelter, I, I'm going to go. I'm all for it. I'm just going to stay away from you, stuff like that. You know, I'm just making him, letting him know, like, I'll be fine without you, loser. But deep inside, you know, when I'm all by um, myself, I'm like, I'm like planning this, planning all my. This is your son difficult. hearing all this? No, he's he's at the hospital, right? So he's not. No, no, right? he's not here. Yeah. Gotcha. And because your husband has been to the Philippines, he's met your son before. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he he met, but they're not like talking because he was like twelve years old at the time. They're not super. When when okay, you, buddy, you know. But was your son already having some issues, mental health issues, at the, those days, or this was no, all recent? No. Okay. No, when we were together before I left, we were fine. Like he was fine. He was doing good at school, and we were super close. It's when I left. Yeah, for and long period of time, and and, and you guys. I don't know how long you've been listening to the show, Christy, but you know, I'm going to say it. that's why you don't leave. Okay. That's why guys, that's why you don't fucking leave your kids. Okay. And I'm not saying you've directly affected his mental health, but shit, right. He feels abandoned. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if mm-hmm. this whole thing just kind of started the ball rolling for, for your mm-hmm. son, not to put too much blame on you, but yeah. I mean, let's just be, yeah, real I understand. Yeah, let's yeah, be real yeah. here. Right. Um, I don't know what to say. Honestly, I'm stuck here. I will tell you what my (laughs) argument, I will tell you what my argument is going to be. I'm not sure it's very healthy, but Uh, it's human. I would say, (laughs) Sam, this is awful, but my son is like this because I chose this relationship and Uh I need you to be patient because I left him for this life and now I'm paying for it. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have to, I mean, if, if, if the point was to be together, well, we're together and it was at the expense of what just happened. Now, I didn't know my son was going to be this way, but it is directly related to me being here in this home with you. 
So you need to be on my team because honestly, I can, I can, I can completely see a reality where none of this is happening if this never happened and pointing to your marriage. So I have to be successful in both. And if you came down to the point where I'm going to have to give up one, I've given up my son once for you. I am not going to give him up again for you. That's my argument. And scene. Wow. That was like straight out of a movie. Did you like it? Wasn't it? Did you yeah, like it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. Screenplay um. writer. No, but <laughs> with, I mean, honestly, in, in my reality, it would be a little bit harsher. I'm, I'm saying I'm trying to clean it up for the show. Because I don't want you guys to think I'm an awful person. In reality, in real life, I'm, it sounds more like this. Motherfucker, kung hindi mo sinabi sa akin na punta ko dito, hindi mangyayari to. No. Because I feel like you need to cut him some slack too, Christy. Who? Because mm-hmm. I think... Husband? The husband. Yeah, this is a really yeah. tough situation. Um, I think... It, but, you know, like your son is... When you left him to come to the States and be with this man, <clears throat> it was a very sensitive age, right? Oh, like yeah. that 13, yeah. you know, yeah. 12, 13. Like, yeah, he probably has like really big abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. And I, while you were away, like who knows what happened? I mean, did anything emerge from the therapy sessions? Like, like why, what happened to him? Why, why did he become like this? Did you get any new information? Um. It's more like, you know, like him being left because of my brother and then yeah. me. Dad, mom. And then another traumatizing about that traumatizing, you know, going to the court. It just keeps uh, repeating the scenarios and stuff like that. It's just someone like not being with him because whenever okay. uh, we ask him what's the counseling happened today, stuff like that, he said uh, he would say the support he will need, number one, is like family, the second one is uh what did they say in the second one but there's yeah the family and then music and then sports oh he said sports and then his girlfriend and then the last would be food it's like that that was his uh, when he was as like five you know like support system he can he can get so number one is the family oh, for him food support system okay awesome uh, <laughs> okay so. okay so it's really an abandonment thing I, and yeah, I mean, I totally I totally get what you're saying mo and there's definitely truth to that. But I just feel like the husband is also in a tough spot. It's mm-hmm. hard to it's hard to like suddenly try to be a father figure to a fifteen year old. Like that's yeah. an awkward age. Yeah, but nah, it doesn't you know, sound like he's giving close. a pretty good effort at it though. Either he knew coming in that right. this is what it was. And okay, it's okay, worse. but I just I just feel like you know guilt tripping him into it is not the best way to do it. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm I'm exaggerating when I say motherfucker. Kung hindi dial sa but but my point is, I'm gonna go back to my cleaner version. <laughs> there is a direct link, in my opinion, that my son feels this way because of our marriage, not because we got married, but because I left, and and you know yada 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 yada, and all of these things played out. Right now, would it be as bad if he wasn't burglarized by somebody he trusted? Sure. Would it be as bad if my brother didn't leave? Sure. But you have to understand all of it plays a part and you're in it. So I need you to help. Like you play a big part in this, sir. And I need you to be a big part of the solution. And if it's inconvenient for you to be a part of the solution, I prefer to leave you and fix my son 
before I fix our marriage. It can happen simultaneously, but it needs your effort. And if you're not willing to give the effort, then I will prioritize my son over you because this has gotten way out of hand with him. Yeah, but Christy, ideally, you will you want to be in the marriage, right? You want to be married yeah, with this yeah, person. Yeah. You want mm-hmm. to be a blended family. I just feel mm-hmm. that part of the conversation unnecessary. We're like, I will leave you. If you're not part of the solution, I will leave you. I mm-hmm. not yeah. I I just don't feel that's necessary yet. Like when things mm-hmm. get really bad and it comes to that, you know, I guess you can throw that in well, there. She's already right said now, it, I just yeah, because you know th- they get angry and they were fighting and yeah, yeah, yeah. she's as she said earlier, she gets impulsive and says things she doesn't mean. But if in your heart you want to be with this man and be a family and just everyone get along. I feel like you need to appeal to him, like, you know, his support and you needing him because this is a tough spot for the, for your husband too, I think. So mm-hmm, yeah. instead of like making him feel bad, you know, guilt tripping him into making this work or, you know, but say, Hey, I love you. I'm so happy that I, you know, I moved here and we're married and all that. But yes, in that process, I had to leave my son. And this is a consequence that I did not foresee. But obviously, I love my son. I want us to be a family. Can you please help me? Can we be a team? But I'm feeling that that conversation and, and well said, again, end scene well said too, right? I think, I think that was, <laughs> no, no, I think, I think that was, that was really nice. And, and <laughs> I, I can't see me saying that. But I'm me, right? And if and if Christy's more me than you, then maybe it'll sound more like mine. Or if she's more like you, maybe it'll sound a little bit more like Sam's. But my thing is, your son is in a hospital where he is having voices that he's going to kill people, where he has been he has to be monitored twenty four seven to take this medication in the middle of culture shock. In the middle of mourning, I guess, you know, losing his father figure, being upset that his mom chose a relationship over him for X amount of years. All of these things that are going on with him, I am not in the mood to have a positive conversation with my husband. I'm in the mood to have an ultimatum conversation with my husband Mm -hmm. because things are way overboard right now. Yeah, yeah. That's where, where, where you got to show a little bit of strength and the diplomacy, while important, is it's it's kind of less important. It's, hey, fucker, we need to talk and it has to happen now. These mm-hmm. changes have to happen now. You have to start trying now. And I don't care if you don't want it. Yeah, if I can interrupt quickly, my husband mentioned about because we have, we have been you know like not talking like our normal self, and he said you know we need to see a counselor or marriage counts go to a marriage counseling. I don't know if he's gonna take it seriously or he just mentioned it because you know I'm like having cold you know not yeah. talking to him and stuff like that. But you know I'm I'm all for it if he's you know if he. Honestly, that takes time. I, I, I'm always pro counseling, right? But that takes time. I need results mm-hmm. today. My son is coming home yeah, on Monday. Yeah. I need I know, results today. I know, and okay. I don't want him to see us fighting or arguing yeah. and make him feel like because of him, and it's just gonna add more. Right, right. Um, and and that, that I'm gonna go back to you. That's why you got to flex some muscle today. 
Now, I know your husband's not home right now. He's out getting groceries. As soon as he comes home, maybe let him put it away. Don't attack or anything like that. And don't attack at any point in this conversation. But it has to be a firm. It has to be very firm, even borderline aggressive because your son is coming home in two days and it needs to be right and he needs to buy into the plan. Yeah. That's my opinion, okay? And I don't know if it's the right one. But if I were in your situation, I owe this to my son that this place better be ready and everybody's got to be in. And if he ain't in, then I'm out. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been feeling and thinking for the past few days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I want I want all those things for you too. I just think, you know, that tone, I don't think that's going to work. Especially knowing that what you want ultimately is for you to work together on this as a married couple. The, the, I want but, everything but urgency, that you're asking for, the, Mohan. The urgency, though, Sam. Is mon- the kids and all. If the kid was like, if the kid was at in his room and just doesn't want to come out and is just really taking a long time to acclimate to the life, fine. We can, you know, we can, we can. This is urgent. Yes, you uh, and uh, you can convey all of that without being all like it's you know it's so it's that or I'm out of here. Like well, well, I mean, like, I, I just it's, the, the picture that I have gotten from her story is he is not putting any effort, and sometimes like has, gone has he by. checked out? Like is he just like you know there but not there kind of thing, Christy? Already, I mean, he supports you know financially. He would drive us this and that, but making you know like assuring my son like you know. You're fine. You'll be fine. You're not alone. I'm yeah, this here. Is your home. I may be not your dad, but you know, we can make it work. I have to coach him. I have to tell him like, hey, you know, this is the best time for you to assure my son that, um, you know, like you're there for him. You're not just like always quiet or like, hey, what's going on? You know, like they don't even have that kind of conversation together. I have to tell him like, why don't you tell him this and this and that? Like, I can't do that every time. Like, especially this crucial situation. Like, this is the perfect timing for him to, you know, like, well, like have that bond. Yeah. No, you know, a, you should coach him. No, if it doesn't come naturally to him, then you should coach him. Coaching him? Like, how long though? Yeah. I mean. Well, until he gets it. Because again, I don't think this is an easy situation. And if that's really just a problem where he doesn't know what to say, and yeah. how to say it, and he needs your help, then you should help him. Okay. I, I mean, don't know, I man. T- t- but t- I can t- do that, but if it's like coming from his heart, you know what I mean? Like, I I need to at least feel it as like it's from your, you know, like from your heart, not just because I'm coaching you or telling you what well, to no, do. Well, no, because- no. So the, so the from the heart stuff is going to take some time, right? Yeah. Well, listen, 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 listen. Christy, all I care okay. about is Monday for now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Getting your home, getting your son home, making it feel like everybody is welcoming him, all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know uh-huh. the psychology behind what needs to be done for him to not have another episode of that capacity, but I need everybody bought into the idea we're going to do something. And if your husband's not sold and in and ready, we have a big, really big fucking problem. I know that's because, what I'm trying to avoid because right now he's making me feel like he's not convinced that he's already okay. Even if he takes his medication, like, you know what, if he hears voices and stuff like that, I told him, you know what, for you to make it feel safe, I'll, I'll just, you know, like leave, like my son's not coming home here and I'm going to go with him. And then he's like, Oh, what's going to happen? Oh, we're getting a divorce. You're getting a divorce. I said, if that's where it's going to lead, then so be uh, okay, it. Christy, I have no problem with any of those words. Absolutely nothing. No problem with that. 
And and, and I, I get what Sam's saying regarding nurturing this instead of like fucking, hey, this is it. You know, yeah. our side or your side. Like, I get, I get it. But I think we've unfortunately missed that opportunity, the nurturing opportunity. We are at the actionable part of this. Not that you're going to get a divorce, but but doubling down on the rhetoric, doubling down on the threat and the ultimatum that you would because you would. See, Sam, do you get? I know you get what I'm saying, and we're just in a disagreement here. That's fine. But if he is, oh, I don't know about your son now because he's got voices. Listen, I get it. I get it. That's terrifying. I fucking get it. That's terrifying. But I should also, as your husband, understand where you're coming from as a mom trying to save her son. That you are mm-hmm. going to do everything necessary. Like, I don't have to get in and say, well, you know, moms will lift up a, a vehicle if their child was. That's now. That's this moment where you are going to lift the unliftable for him. And damn whoever gets in the way. I am all for that. Mm-hmm. And if it means, hey, get out or I'm out and I'll live in a shelter that's the part of lifting the vehicle that is on top of your child. And the diplomacy, as much as it is important, this should have happened maybe a couple of weeks ago to a couple of months ago. Right now, your son is in a hospital. There's nothing more important. So there's a difference of opinion here, I think, but it, in, in, in only in the attack both what we want is, is the same. No, Sam, we want this kid to be okay and we want it to be in an environment that he can succeed in being okay and that it being the number one priority. And I can of sympathize course. with your husband scared about your son because of what he said regarding killing people. But I'm sorry, you're a mom mm-hmm. and, and, and you got to be a superhero right now. And if your husband can't hang, well, he can go fuck off. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't think my, you know, thing was like diplomacy. It was more like if you're if your end goal is to keep your family, like meaning your husband, and you know, this whole blended situation intact, then maybe threatening him is not the way to go. But you know, I didn't mean to Put your marriage before your son at all. No, I don't, at all. I, That's I don't, I don't not think anyone, where. Right. Yeah. I don't think anyone got that impression. I think when my my thing where I think we differ is coaching him was the phrase you said, which is right, Sam. It is right to coach him, but I don't have time to coach him on a Saturday afternoon when my son's coming home on Sunday. It's you're in or you're out. That's yeah. what I mean. Now maybe you can coach in a day. I don't know if that's possible. It sounds like it takes way more than that, but. You know, this whole, hey, we should see a marriage counselor. We should, or I should start coaching him. I don't think we have time anymore for that right now. We can maybe enhance it as we get down the line in the months, you know, after this. But for this weekend, you have to understand your part. You have to do something about it. And I'm not going to wait for you to warm up to him. I need you to start today. If you want some tips, let's spend all of Saturday and all of Sunday talking about tips on how to connect with him from what I know of him. But you better start immediately or I'm out of here because he means way too much to me. That's my point. I think coaching, yeah. it means 
an extended period of time and I only care about Monday. Right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. I'm, I, right now. I only care about Monday. Yeah, I think yeah. you should, you can definitely communicate the urgency of the situation and then take it a day at a time with the coaching thing. I mean, he's not going to get it in one afternoon. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But but I, I just would like a little muscle flexed today is is all siguro is what I'm trying to say. Okay. And, and well, again, I'll, I'll and, and, do that. Yeah. And, 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 and Sam, just so we, I don't want us to be at odds regarding this call, I think you're 100% the best advice. Because I, I started my whole little fucking thing here with this is probably wrong, but this is what I would do. Oh. I think Sam's 100% right. I just, I, 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 don't, I don't want right and wrong right now. I want action. Mm. So that's where I'm at. Okay. Okay. Hey, Chrissy, thanks. Big, big problem. It's not a good problem, but glad we talked about it. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Have a good day. Good luck with that. All right, bye. Thanks. Bye. Don't leave your kids. Everybody, don't leave them. Mm. Don't leave your kids. Especially for a guy you met on Tinder. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> oh, geez. Um, homeschool, perhaps for now, a little bit. I mean, throw him in the fire with American kids at fifteen could be. Rough. I know that's too much for that's him to rough, deal with, dude. Homeschool, maybe for the first year. Hmm. Get him acclimated a little bit. I don't know, man. Oh, I hope they don't have a gun. I forgot to ask. Do you guys have a gun at the house? If you want, you want to throw that away. <laughs> It's another one you might want to do. Throw that fucking gun away. <sighs> okay, so um, yeah, let's uh, wrap it up here today. Heavy, heavy uh, end to the show. And um, Sam, Narrow Door Podcast. Yeah. yeah, everybody, please do check yes. it out <laughs> two times a week. Am I going to be on there soon? I have a feeling I'm going to be on there soon. Can I tease that maybe one of these upcoming weeks I will be Hanging out with you on your podcast for a change? Yes, yes. I have officially extended the invitation to Mohan to come on the podcast. I mean, you've been on once before, but we're doing something different now. Oh, can I just tell you I loved it? It was such a really great fun Did you really? I really, really did. Um, I think a part of it obviously is because you're Sam, right? And, and, you know, I love any show that we can be on together. But, um, you you know, like if I were on a religious podcast with – Kiboloi or some shit. I would fucking hate it. Right? Oh my gosh! Did you hear? Did you hear though the yes. latest about him? Oh my gosh! I'm not shocked. I mean, clearly gosh. he looked like a cult leader anyway from the beginning. But um, did you get all the? Uh, you get paid based on your sexual performance and, and what? All that. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was no. like yes, he was giving money to I guess what is is a no. Yeah, and it was based on like how you would perform sexually. Is how many blessings you would get, whether it be monetarily or spiritually. Oh. Yeah. He would, he would, he would, he would, yeah, totally gauge it on how good you were to him, sexually to him. Horrible. Fucking Horrible. worst human being and, ever. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you, you know, this is the kind of thing that you talked about the last time you were on the show. You were talking, you yeah. wanted to yes. ask us about yes. how we can keep our faith when our leaders are falling. Right. No, no, he was us. comically bad leader anyway. Like, you know what I mean? He was clear mm-hmm. cult leader. It's not like he swayed anybody into thinking he was a good guy. I mean, when I say anyway, of course, he had a bunch of people that believed in him. But, like, 
normal people like myself, you, we, mm-hmm. we saw right through that, right? I mean, like, clearly yeah. this guy's a scam. Um, but, oh God, I, I don't think we're going to talk about this on your podcast, but you might as well kind of clean it up here now. Even though I know he's a scam, where I have a problem spiritually is this. How does God allow a guy to misrepresent himself in associating himself with God? So so let's say I'm God, but easier to tell the story. Mm. How is it that I, as God, allow, because I'm all powerful, I can do anything I want. How do I allow a guy to say he's an agent of mine, to take a bunch of these innocent young girls, traffic them, have them perform sexual acts on him in my name and me actually be as powerful as I say I am. Like, how can I be so powerful? Remember, creator of the universe. You and I, we talk about this all the time. Creator of the great, great universe. No one is as strong as me. Yet I allow somebody to represent myself falsely. And how can I not kill him? And instead, give him all these goddamn blessings up till this point. Give him all these fucking blessings, quote unquote. Blessings like what? Wealth uh, and... Uh, wealth, like, power, presidential advisory position. I mean, just on and on and on. Right, right. Okay. He's got an airplane. I, not, I mm. mean, I know that's all materialistic stuff, but that's why I say quote unquote blessings because maybe to me as God, I don't care about a fucking airplane, but right. he's got all this. How do I allow that? How do I allow a guy to say he's part of me? No, I get it if he said he was Satan's friend. Like, oh, I'm Satan's friend. Can I have some, let's have some sex. I mean, all right, fuck him. But he said my name. And he made people believe that him and I had something. And in the process, sexually trafficked women, probably raped them, and definitely misrepresented blessings in terms of how they sexually satisfy him. Like, how is it? How is me, the baddest motherfucker in the world, allow this? That's where that's faith killing for me. That's why when I was on your show, I'm like, that kills my faith. Even though I'm not, I have nothing to do with his, his, uh, whatever the hell he was doing. It hurts me, Mo, my faith in the fact that a God exists. Because, man, you're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to eradicate stuff like that. Now, don't say, no, no, uh, 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 uh. Don't say, well, that's why he is in trouble now because eventually God, no, you know why? There are girls, there are who knows how many, could be thousands, who are trafficked, who don't get a shot, who are raped, who are taken advantage of, who are manipulated. And all of them mean just as much to this world as that guy does in terms of being a person. So I refuse to accept any story that comes out of your mouth, Sam, that says, well, God was, no, God has acted on Kiboloi. Look where he is now, he's in trouble. Yeah, but at the expense of what? A thousand girls sexually trafficked throughout the world, raped, taken advantage of, manipulated, abused. Nope, there is no plan that I am going to accept that God has that teaches this guy a lesson at the expense of thousands of girls being victimized. And I wasn't going to say fe- that. To so, that. Yeah. I say Don't fe- worry about that. To that, Sam. 
No, that wasn't where I was headed yeah, yeah, at I'm all. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go, 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 go. Tell me. Yeah. No, I mean, gosh, I mean, and that's a lot, right? And, and we're at the t- we're we're about to wrap the show when you yeah, bring yeah, up yeah, this yeah, yeah. major, just, well, you know, because I don't think we're going to talk about it on your podcast because we have, right? So no, I mean, and I think we, maybe we should, I because I I know that this is a huge obstacle for you. Yes. Where okay, if there is a good God, Almighty, all powerful, sure. then why? Is there so much suffering in the world? Why are, are there people like this who, who get to do this and you know hurt other people in in the in the capacity that they do? Right. Like, it's why terrible. wouldn't you just stop it? We should totally talk about this on my podcast. Okay, I, I'm I'm down with it because you're right. It's at the core of my problem, my faith yeah, problem. It is it's the core. Yeah. Core issue. Uh huh. Uh huh. And and um. It's the difference between me I mean, being a sex podcast co-host, a host, and a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Makes all the difference. It's between, right yeah. there in the middle. <laughs> um, no. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. It, it, is, it is everything to me. It's everything. No, yeah. And I, I realize that. And there is... Um, Oh my goodness. I don't even know if I like want to extend this conversation not, here not, or just not, tell everyone... Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll use it as a tease. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna okay. part. We're, we're not. It's, it's not even part two. This is the intro. The body, the meat of it, will happen on uh, Sam's podcast, which is called the Narrow Door Podcast. And listen to it. I mean, I, I know maybe you're waiting for me to be on there. Some of you guys listening to this show because you're obviously podcast listeners of GTWM. But um, listen to our podcast anyway, and then you'll see me there maybe in a couple of weeks, and we can tackle it again, again. Uh, maybe it might even be a two episode <laughs> thing. Like let's have an episode where I'm there talking about this, and then we'll have another one. Which whatever the original reason was right, to be there, right? Um, right. Yeah. We're we're doing a series now called called Road to Revelation. We're trying to understand the Book of Revelation, and we're trying to discern if this is the time of second coming, all that good stuff. And I'm inviting you to do that with me on the that. show. Why are your eyeballs doing episode? that? When you're no, because it's fascinating. <laughs> I like. I love it. I love yeah, it. I know we're on the podcast, but when she said, "Is this the end of the world?" Her eyeballs are moving all around the room. <laughs> <laughs> Why are your eyeballs doing? Uh, thanks, Sam, for being here. As always, great, great work. Um, good show, too, man. I mean, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always the best. Uh, we'll let you know whether see Batay Batay Nico Ramos will be here. I'm gonna say again. My guess is January. I said that. I'm gonna stick by it. I think we'll be back in January. My guess is he's never coming back. But you know, we'll see. Um, how about this? Here's some homework for all you listeners. Can you hound Nico on his Instagram? Uh, send a yes. DM after DM going, hey, uh, when are you coming back on the show? Uh, this is taking way too long. I understand you're a father. I get it. But you're abandoning your uh, your, your other, best friends, your siblings, yeah, and all that stuff. So hound him. Send him messages. Him, hey, you need you back. Stop fucking around with that kid. Get you back on the show. It's quickly. a great idea. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In the meantime, we'll see you on um, Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Wednesday morning for the next episode. Have a great, great rest of your weekend. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, everybody. Bye. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook.